good enough and getting better. Welcome to the podcast where we can pursue personal growth, not because we have to in order to somehow be good enough, but because we know we already are good enough. We are each a unique and rare expression of human life with no duplicate. And from this foundation, we pursue personal growth because we know we can and because we know we are capable of creating all kinds of different experiences in life. And we want to play with that capacity and expand our options. We make personal growth enjoyable and easy when we can approach it with joy and playful curiosity instead of lack and insecurity. So stay tuned and join me on this journey to be more rooted in our true self-worth and more empowered in our growth process. We are good enough and we are getting even better. Hello and welcome back. Last week, I led you through a hypnosis experience where we talked a little bit about what to expect the experience of hypnosis to be like, but I didn't really get into the why part of it so much. And I've heard some feedback that you'd like to know more. Like, what is it about going inside and imagining these things, experiencing these feelings that actually creates change for us? Why should we take the time and how is it really going to help? Or maybe you even wonder if all of those scary tropes about hypnosis from the movies are true. Uh, You probably didn't listen to last week's track if you assumed that that was true. But spoiler alert, they're definitely not. (laughs) The tropes about hypnosis are very inaccurate. Um, These are all great questions. So let's talk about what trance state is, how does it help us change, and how can we use this knowledge proactively to change our lives, to improve our lives. So first, what is hypnosis or trance? I'm using hypnosis and trance interchangeably here. The state is the same. The function is a little bit different since hypnosis generally involves a formal induction, but the state itself is similar. So trance is a normal, natural state that we all go in and out of throughout our day while we're watching TV. We go through these slower brainwave states on our way in and out of sleep We go there when we're in a flow state. We even lived this way pretty much full time when we were really young. Kids under the age of seven are basically in this slower brainwave state constantly, uh, rather than the beta state that most adults spend a significant portion of their days. So trance is actually a supercharged learning state, which is what allows kids to learn so much more quickly. And going into this state actually helps us learn more quickly as adults too. So learning how to go into trance at will can be really useful. For the most part, people don't notice that they're going in and out of these slower states during the day. So you don't necessarily use them for your best advantage. It's just something that's happening. You know, for example, there was a study on television where the participants were hooked up to uh, measure their brain waves, and the system was set up to automatically shut off the TV when people dropped into alpha, which is the state just below beta. And none of the participants could keep the TV on for more than a minute, or I think it might have even been less than that, around 30 seconds. There is a focus element to trance as well. So you may experience times when you are so caught up in a movie or activity that someone can come into the room and call your name several times before you even notice. And that's an example of a trance as well. Now, most of these examples, we're generally accessing the state more or less unintentionally and using it unintentionally. So the difference with a guided or live hypnosis session is that we are accessing the same deep focus and learning state and then applying it to a specific thing we want to learn or change. And hypnosis is like that container for the change or learning we want to do and really helps us amplify our results. In addition to being able to amplify our ability to learn and repattern our neurology in this state, 
It also really helps us to have an easier time accessing the deeper aspects of our way of thinking and experiencing life. Maybe this is related to state-dependent learning because we were in the state in our formative early years when so many of our base assumptions about life were forming. Or maybe it's because we get the more analytical part of our mind partially out of the way, but I've observed over and over with clients that they start a session with no conscious idea of when or where a problem comes from and then end up accessing an early memory that gives them access to quickly and easily change the whole pattern of the problem. Or maybe they start out with an idea, and then we end up in a totally different place than they expected. So it's like there's this deeper level of wisdom and understanding that we can just access so much more easily when you're in hypnosis, when you're in trance. Just a quick note, too, I want to add about some of those stereotypes about hypnosis. I told you I'd talk about that. And so let's talk about that. So in the movies, it is always portrayed as this thing that is taking away someone's control in a way that they can't resist. And in reality, the work that I do with people, I am like a tour guide and you are essentially doing all of the work inside your own mind. There's always a part of your mind that is very protective of you and is making sure that you are not going to just do something that's totally out of alignment with who you are and what you want, right? So in a hypnotherapy context, it's a situation where you are taking in suggestions for what you already want. And so you are ready and willing and open to accept those suggestions. Whereas you are awake, aware the entire time you can hear everything I'm saying. If I were to suggest something during a hypnosis session, even like one of those stage show suggestions, like cluck like a chicken, or now you can speak in Chinese or something like that, you would open your eyes and be like, what are you doing? Stop it. (laughs) That's not what I'm here for. Because you do have that level of control the whole time. In fact, the stereotype about being out of control is a little unfortunate because I find that so many clients come with issues where they feel like there's something deep within themselves that they are out of control of, and hypnosis actually allows them to get that control back. Now, since I mentioned stage hypnosis, I'm just going to say that the reason why people do what they do on stage is because of the context. They know they're going to a show for entertainment. They know what kind of entertainment a hypnosis show is. And that stage hypnotist is also selecting people who are the most externally demonstrative out of the entire crowd. And those people are volunteers. So they have bought in at a conscious and unconscious level to the idea of going on that stage and doing those silly things. That's not true when you go to a hypnotherapy session. That's not true when you're sitting here listening to these tracks on audio. So just know that those things happen within that context for contextual reasons. Okay, hopefully that all makes sense. Since trance or hypnosis is a naturally occurring phenomenon, it's actually something that we can use to our own advantage once we're aware that we're actually doing it. So we'll talk about a few tips here to get you started, though self-hypnosis is a whole broad category that we'll definitely dive deeper into in future episodes. Uh, But for today, the first tip I want to share in using this for yourself is to actually notice where you're already going into trance in your daily life so that you can make more intentional decisions about which ones are serving you and which ones are not. 
For example, I generally make a point of noticing how podcasts, audiobooks, and content like that playing directly into my ears while I'm just going about my business affects my mood and my way of thinking. For example, while I enjoy a fiction novel with some drama and adventure, I generally don't enjoy a thriller or a horror story as those things keep my nervous system uncomfortably activated and tends to make me see or hear things go bump in the night. Uh, On the other hand, listening to someone with empowering and uplifting messages makes me feel great well beyond the time I spend listening. As a negative example, I once had a friend who watched a lot of crime dramas and TV is a natural trance producer, as we just discussed. So he often suspected that people were creepy or up to no good in real life. As a positive example, during a recent health situation in my own life, I spent several weeks playing Louise Hay's audio book of Heal Your Life, even though I'm familiar with the concepts in the book. Hearing her loving, encouraging words on repeat really helped keep me in a good state to do the inner work of healing that I needed to do, and it allowed me to come out of that situation very quickly and easily. So in your own life, what sort of things do you do where you sort of zone out to them, right? What music lyrics, what TV shows, what audio, what is the content? Is that content moving you in the direction where you want to go in your life, or is it reinforcing thoughts and feelings that you don't really like. Like I know some people who have dramatically cut back on how much news they consume just because they can get into this sort of trance cycle of consuming this and feeling terrible and they, them feeling terrible doesn't actually help the situation in the world at all. So keep in mind, this is about what you want, not about what other people think you should or should not listen to or watch or whatever. This is just about evaluating it for yourself and deciding for yourself, hey, is this how I want to feel? And so knowing that these things have this power to go in deep as we're sort of trancing out to them, as we're just letting them in, letting them have this like deep influence on how we feel. So the next tip I'm going to mention is that we all go through this natural, slower brainwave state as we're falling asleep and as we're waking up too. Uh, So we're going to talk about how you can use that to your advantage. If you already use affirmations, you can try repeating those to yourself as you're falling asleep to access this deeper learning state to help yourself make changes more easily. You can try it in the mornings too. They may work if you know the affirmation well enough to remember it when you're only half awake. Uh, It's usually a little easier to do it as you're falling asleep. If you've never done affirmations before, just briefly, you're going to want to write out a statement of how you want to feel or be in the positive, as in state what you want and not what you don't want. Uh, so for example, I am calm and confident at work, rather than saying I am not anxious at work, right? So you want to state the thing you want and and stay away from statements like not and don't, right? The negative form. You can also make it progressive if the statement feels too false in the I am form. So something more like, I am becoming more calm and confident at work every day, rather than I am calm and confident at work. Uh, That might help you get into that place with a little less internal resistance if it's something that feels really untrue. Then once you learn your statement, you can just repeat that to yourself over and over as you're drifting off. And eventually you're going to be saying it to yourself in that hypnagogic state. That's the name for the slower brainwave state as you're falling asleep. And that can be sort of a shortcut without even having to learn self-hypnosis to begin to bring those affirmations in a little more deeply. 
The other way that you can use this natural hypnagogic state, if you're not really into affirmations, is that you can just create a visual, a picture, like a movie in your mind of the outcome you want, of yourself feeling the way that you want to feel, being able to do the thing that you want to be able to do, really focusing on the outcome rather than the process. So for example, if you're trying to heal something, you would imagine what it is you're going to be able to do freely, comfortably, easily once it's healed rather than the actual process of healing. Or if you're trying to achieve a goal, you will picture that goal already achieved. Specifically, see yourself outside of yourself having already achieved that goal rather than seeing it through your own eyes, right? So create that movie, seeing yourself having achieved that goal, feeling the way you want to feel, living the way that you want to be living, and then hold that picture in mind, those details in mind as you're falling asleep. You can do it that way as well, too, if you like that better than affirmations. For people who are more visual, that's going to be an easier way, I think, to access and use this state as you're falling asleep. By the way, the reason that we are picturing ourselves in the movie instead of seeing it through our own eyes, seeing ourselves achieve that goal or that healing or whatever it is, is because sometimes when we vividly imagine things, our unconscious mind doesn't know the difference between reality and what we're imagining. Like when you watch a horror movie and you are physically feeling your heartbeat and your, you know, tension in that moment, even though consciously you know it's just a movie, right? So because that's how our imaginations work, sometimes our unconscious mind, when we're picturing things, imagining things through our own eyes, sometimes it can feel like we've already achieved that thing, where it's much more effective to picture it from the outside in terms of communicating to our unconscious mind, this is where I want to go instead of this is where I already am. If it's something you're imagining where you really want to already feel that way or be that way, where there aren't really steps to take to achieve a goal, uh, in that case, go ahead and imagine it from the inside. You know, you're already feeling calm and confident at work, like I mentioned earlier. That kind of thing works well from the more internal perspective. So, If in doubt, use the outside perspective, but if it's just about feeling a certain way in a certain situation, feel free to imagine that you really are feeling that way. Create that feeling for yourself and your body as you're drifting off to sleep. So play with this. Let me know if you have any questions. Now, we will talk about ways to intentionally create a trance state for yourself and to use it for positive change. But for now, these are two easy ways of using or being aware of your naturally occurring trance states uh, that you can use a little more intentionally than you have in the past. I just want to add one other thing about the difference between audio recordings versus in-person sessions with hypnosis. There are a lot of things we can do with guided audio for sure, because there are common patterns that many people experience in a similar way, and I wouldn't include them in my podcast if I didn't see a value there. I just want you to know that a one-on-one session allows you to potentially work even more quickly and more deeply because the hypnotist can respond directly to what's coming up for you. So I often am changing strategies in response to the information that I'm getting from someone in real time, and that back and forth allows us to go through types of processes that are difficult to reproduce as a generic recording. So just so you know, if you do feel the recordings are not helping as much as you would like, one-on-one sessions could be very helpful for you. On the other hand, these changes that can happen with the recordings 
are also cumulative and can be really subtle at first. So you may just want to keep listening to these and one day soon you'll actually look back and realize you're already feeling so much more comfortable with yourself and in your life. These changes can actually happen at the deeper level. So we're not even aware until we look back that we actually feel really different. So give these ideas, give these techniques a go this week and let me know what your experiences are. Let me know what questions you have with them over at facebook.com slash good enough and getting better. I would love to hear from you. I also really appreciate all the likes and subscribes. Keep it up. Share with friends. Uh, we've got more techniques, more hypnosis tracks and other good stuff coming up to help us all know, like really deeply know that we're good enough and also know how to get better in the ways that we would like to in our lives. So if you're interested in hearing more about my hypnosis practice, you can also find me at lenorehypnosis.com. Thank you so much for joining me today. I look forward to having you join me again soon, and I hope you have a great week. Bye. Bye.